Welcome to the Inside Out Podcast with your hosts, Naya and Christy. The purpose of this podcast is to create a conversation about the good, the bad, and the ugly things we face in life. Being honest with ourselves is the first step to achieving peace within. Welcome to episode one, part two of Millennial Stress. So I saw this quote and it says, you're only human. You don't have to have it together every minute of every day. And that kind of like made me start thinking like where stress starts to come from. Mm -hmm. It's like the pressure, especially like in our like generation to have everything together because we have access to everything. Like our parents are always Mm -hmm. telling me, telling us like, oh, we didn't have this we didn't have like this type of information at our fingertips but not taking account that we still have you know we still have to do things going on and like a life to live Mm -hmm. and just because we have those tools we're still learning as we go as well not not saying like how before like you had to go to a library you had to pick out the book you had to go find a librarian all this stuff Mm -hmm. now we can just look online for it but we still got to read the book we still got to taken the information and we still have to go through classes just like how you did Mm -hmm. it might not have taken that long but we still have to put that work and that can still be stressful in itself and it kind of made me think of this other podcast um that i was listening to um melissa from the love hour podcast and she was saying like how there's no such thing as balance like we literally cannot balance everything Mm. Like, we can't. It's humanly impossible. We have to give everything that we're doing or anything that we're doing our attention in that moment. Right. We can't, like, multitask. Like, we can't. Like, literally cannot. That's where time management comes into Exactly. That just makes so much sense because I'm like, everybody's talking about balance. Balance is about balance. But when in reality, it's it's, it's about time management, Mm -hmm. how much time you put into something and to give your undivided to that. Because if you're trying to do two things at once, you'll never retain the information that you were trying to do in the first time. And I found that that was the cause of a lot of my stress because I would try to spend 10 minutes here, 10 minutes over there. And then realize the first 10 minutes that I just spent on something else, I didn't even retain that information. So now i got to spend 20 minutes mm-hmm. on that thing. And then now I'm losing time. And now more time and more time is being spent and I'm not retaining any information. Yeah, and stress can come from that realization that, or of that pressure that you're putting on yourself that you can't focus on one thing to the best of your ability and you can't complete it. So definitely. One of the ways that... Um, how I deal with stress is like really bad. I haven't found the answer how to deal with stress at all. Um, Last semester was probably the most stressful time in my entire life. Like the most where I know that my body was just in this fight or flight mode all the time. Like I was not eating, Um, I was not sleeping. Um, I didn't even feel like eating anymore like for days I didn't feel like eating like I wouldn't even get that grumbly feeling when you feel like you're hungry like I probably eat like a large fry in the middle of the day and not eating anything until like 12 o'clock and had to come back girl I lost (laughs) so much weight (laughs) and just not eating like Mm -hmm. and then maybe in the weekends I would feel like okay I can eat because I'm home 
and I'm like in my bed and I can rest. But then Monday through Friday, I'm back in stress mode. So I'm mm-hmm. like literally in stress mode. And then Friday nights to Saturday, I would sleep maybe 18 hours, 20 hours that day. My body just was just tired of Dang. staying up 48 hours. Yeah. Like it really takes a toll on your body and your mental because then I would have headaches and then I could have swore like I had insomnia because all that tension in my body, I was clenching my teeth at night so bad that I would get migraines and headaches and I would stay up and I would not understand why Why? I was staying up. (laughs) All the while you weren't even paying attention to your body. (laughs) Literally not even like realizing. Until this time where like I was kind of chill, I started to realize that like around my temples would get like not sore but like it would just be throbbing a little bit Mm -hmm. and I just like was realizing oh my god I'm clenching my teeth so hard like it feels like I could break a jawbreaker with like something between my teeth like it hurt so bad so I had to like make a mental note to like de-stress and not keep that tension in my body anymore and now going into um, this semester I have to find a way to balance that. Like, I need to find a way because I I can't, I'll probably fall over and die Mm -hmm. (laughs) if I keep, you know, stressing out like that. Mm -hmm. And, like, always constantly thinking about the future stretches me out, too. Always. Like, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do next? What am I going to do next? What's the next step after graduation? Like, what is next? And everybody's asking me, like, what's next? And I feel so inadequate saying that I don't know. Mm Like, I don't know. I but honestly, like, that's the realest, like, most dopest answer that you can give. Like, I don't know. Because I feel like so many people, they or people just want to answer. And some half the time, they're really not interested in the answer. It's just the fact that, you know, you get so used to asking a question and having this certain response. So mm. people just expect this response. But then I feel like when you give them an answer, like, oh, I don't know. Like, it makes them think, like, hmm, wow. I might not know either mm-hmm. <laughs> so they can relate to you because mm-hmm. I feel like it's not just a one person battle you know like a lot of people get to a point in their life where they don't know mm-hmm. they may feel like they have it figured but out nobody shows that but there might be a curveball that comes down the way yeah. and it just you know you have to shake things up maybe you're not taking the same route that you thought you were going to take bro I know school School is stressful. I'm just so happy that I graduated (laughs) because it wasn't even like a stressful in the sense that like my work was hard. It was more so just like me dealing with my emotions like Mm. that in itself was draining. Mm. And I didn't even realize like, okay, like I wouldn't say that or if you asked me if I was stressed, then I would be like, no, because I didn't even that's not how I identified with it. I just thought, okay, like, I'm just bored. I don't know what to do in my free time. Like, that's not, I don't think that's stress. But I realized that it was because I was stressed about not knowing what's next, like, not knowing what's going to happen. Like, yeah, I'm going to class, but it's like, okay, as far as work, like, oh, I didn't have a job then. I have to find a job. I have to try to find an internship, like, stuff like that. Like, those are things that are stressful. And during that time, it's like my weight was fluctuating. And then people around me 
um were telling me like oh like you got skinny oh like you you got some little cake back there like you know i would get all these different um like all this input but it's like i didn't even realize what i was going through until somebody else pointed out to me and i was like wow okay that's true like i don't know what this is i wouldn't label it as stress but now looking back like i'm like yeah i was stressed Mm. I know when I'm stressed, my body feels like <laughs> <laughs> my body's like, since you stress, you need to chill the hell out. And like sometimes I would talk to people and be like, oh, don't stress. Don't stress. Mm. But that didn't help, okay? <laughs> that didn't help. Yeah. That just made me stress more because yeah, for real. this is not your life. This is mine. And I feel like I have control of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm not doing what I need to do in mm-hmm. order to get the life that I want. Yeah. And I had to realize, like, life will really throw you curveballs, mm-hmm. literal curveballs. Like, there was a point of time, like, where I was getting, like, so much stuff done, and then my computer crashed. Mm-hmm. And everything I had on my computer Tragic. was all my notes for my classes, all my lectures, everything. And I had, like, an exam that next week. And I was like, yo, how am I going to do this? All my notes are on my freaking computer. Mm-hmm. That just added so much to my stress because I'm, like, trying to fix my computer to get my notes back. It wasn't on Google Docs. I know somebody told me to put it on Google Docs, so I have it. <laughs> but I wasn't listening. I bet you used Google Docs after Hell that. Hell yeah. <laughs> bro, I nothing else but Google Docs, bro. But I wasn't using Google Docs. And... I was just like, those were hours and hours and hours of notes. Lost. Jaw clenching and all of that. I had to find notes from other people. People I even mess with. I had to, yo, I really had to find them junks. Like, it just, it was like, I'm already stressed about, you know, doing what I have to do. Mm -hmm. Now, everything that I need to do is on my computer. Now my computer's not working. Mm. how my computer's not working yeah i had to like call off work not go to work take that time off find notes rewrite them all that stuff now i don't have money Mm. because i didn't work so now one stress is gone (laughs) the other one is added on you get what i'm saying so like Mm -hmm. that whole semester i was just in constant stress like what am i going to do next how am i going to survive the next thing and I didn't even realize how in tune my body was to my mind because I'm thinking I'm fine. I'm thinking, okay, I have the energy to get up. I have the energy to do whatever I have to do, but I'm not even giving myself the nutrients. My body is just shutting down. I didn't even feel hungry. My, mm-hmm. bo- my body was literally in a fight or flight mode all the time. Like I didn't have no rest. Mm. And I feel like the pressures of the outside because like you're expected to do so much we're expected to do everything yeah everything we're expected to do it because you know i come from um parents that were immigrants so like we came to this country so you could have a better life now that pressure is on me Mm -hmm. now i have to prove myself worthy of this life that my family left their home country for me to have right i didn't ask for that (laughs) i didn't ask for that 
<laughs> and in my household, bro, if you're not a doctor or a lawyer, you're basically a deadbeat. You're basically a bum. Basically. Damn. Basically. That's why I was, like, telling you, like, in episode one, like, living for myself, living for others was probably the most detrimental thing that I could ever do to myself. Because I was keeping myself in the box of other people's in, um, expectations of me. Right. And I had no expectations for myself, so I had nothing to move myself. I had nothing to mm. push Motivate myself. Motivate you. Yeah. And sometimes I wake up, I'm like, I don't want to do this. And that I had don't. to be tough, especially with your major. Like, I can't imagine because, <laughs> girl, medical... Hmm. <laughs> it's not for the it's not for the week. I it's can tell you not right there. And there. <laughs> Listen, right there and there, I could tell you that they be weeding people out freshman year, bro. Because I've even heard about the nursing program, how that can be tough. But let, like, I can't even imagine like actual like MD. <laughs> and I had to, you know what's crazy? I had to ask myself, do I even want to do this? Mm-hmm. I don't even want to do that. Yeah. When I was first going into college, I wanted to become a nutritionist or a dietitian and major in exercise science and nutrition. And my mom was like, what are you going to do with that? And me, like, listening to my mom, obviously, because she's out in the real world with a real profession. Um, I kind of do my research well, with and see. What's considered a real profession. Right. Right, of course, yeah. of course. And, like, looking at, you know, the price. Not, like, price range, but what do you call that? The salary. Salary, yeah, the salary. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, at 17, going into college, I don't know what's a good salary to have. <laughs> I Nobody told me about expenses or anything, you know? So I'm like, okay, I guess that's not good. So, okay, cool. I'll do free health. As I'm going to that, I'm seeing closer and closer, especially with the chemistry classes, I'm like, this ain't it. This ain't it, sis. This ain't it. (laughs) This ain't it. I remember taking chemistry in high school. After that first semester, (laughs) I was like, yeah, I definitely don't want to be an OBGYN. Because I don't know what dawned on me that I wanted to become that type of doctor. Mm Mm-hmm like work with vagina I think it was that like the aspect of birth like getting to witness birth because I never had imagined myself actually giving birth myself Mm -hmm. but I thought it was like a a great experience right just something to you know like it would be cool to look at you know to be a part of Mm -hmm. but girl chemistry that was the death of me and I was like if this this is how medical school is going to be mm-hmm and then you're gonna have to put in so many hours. You're basically on call, like, and I just didn't. I didn't want that, that life. life for me. Exactly. You know, like I didn't want to trade my time for money. And even now, it's like, it's definitely not <laughs> something that I would consider doing. And I'm just like, wow. I'm glad I got up out of that. But people who are in the medical field, big ups, bro. Big ups for you. Big ups. Big ups. That takes a brave soul. It's really not for the week, bro. And I commend people who can get through undergrad in one swivel mm-hmm. and don't have to retake any classes or, you know. Yeah. But the people that do, like, I'm telling you, do not get discouraged by that. Do not. Because what I noticed was every school is different. Every professor is different. 
and the material actually varies mm-hmm. where you go and what teacher you take yeah and the rigor of it changes yeah. all the time because in my small school I go to a PWI like we have a very small selection of teachers mm-hmm. and each teacher teaches differently and sometimes the more straightforward teacher can relate to you you might take that information like regurgitation might work for you and sometimes it doesn't mm-hmm. sometimes you actually have to understand the material exactly in order to learn it but some other people don't even need that <laughs> so don't like beat yourself up about it because literally tests are just a professor seeing like what did you listen to and what didn't you listen to it's not it doesn't have nothing to do with mm-hmm. your intelligence and see that that brings me to another thing because in high school or even like elementary school like we constantly had these standardized testing and I know for me personally when I was in elementary and I first took like the FCAT thing that was like what we had as mm-hmm. a test here and um like I would just feel I don't really say I don't want to say dumb but inadequate mm-hmm. if I didn't reach a certain point like I didn't even want to make a level three, which I think was like passing. I wanted to make a level four. And if I didn't make a level four, it's like, dang, like middle school, I'm not going to be able to take like honors classes. Like I was just thinking like so far down the road because I knew that then I wanted to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. So I was like, nah, like I'm not measuring up. Like, and that pressure, I think led to stress Mm -hmm. at an early age. And I'm just like, wow, like that is exactly how it is now in college, like with certain majors, Mm -hmm. because my major wasn't competitive like that. (laughs) The only thing that makes it competitive is when you're like looking for internships, depending on the area, Mm -hmm. because it's like human resources and human resources is like it's a large field, but it's very hard to get into it. Mm -hmm. Um, But. I just remember that and I'm just like bro I can I sympathize with you because I remember feeling that way in elementary school and I was just and then I got to this mentality where I was just like I could finesse everything the only thing I couldn't finesse is that chemistry class (laughs) and if and since I couldn't finesse that chemistry class I was like okay I'm out like that's it (laughs) physics nah bruh worst class ever definitely not worst class ever honestly and what made it harder for me because I have dyslexia, so it's harder for me to read. Mm-hmm. It's harder for me to take in information um, with large amounts of reading. Like I'm a very good auditory person. Like I love listening to um, things like podcasts or all my lectures. Like I'll record them and listen back to them. Like that's how I learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of my beginning science classes, you just had to read and I hated that. Yeah. So it just wasn't my best way of learning mm, and it, it didn't help me. Like I did not retain any of that information, which added to my stress because I felt like I was stupid. Yeah. And mm. I just, until like my sophomore year when I finally realized like how I learned, mm-hmm. like I didn't even know how I learned yeah. from elementary school to college like I didn't even know because high school was a joke Mm -hmm. (laughs) high school and that's not really and it's crazy because that's not really something that teachers like recognized 
Right. Like, I didn't realize, like, I didn't even know anything about, like, tactile or tactile and kinesthetic learners and all that, or visual learners until high school. And by that time, I'm like, well, it took y'all all this, like, all this time to actually try to, like, <laughs> analyze and figure out, like, who's this and try to, like, come up with different teaching techniques or right. methods that will work for this group, this group of people. Like, what? Mm-hmm. High school, bro? Like, this is my last four years. What you going to do now? <laughs> and even then, it's like they wouldn't use those techniques to the best of their ability to, you know, get the lazy, relay the information to students. Lazy behind teachers. For real. Lazy. My fourth period teacher did not come half the year. Yeah. But I feel like maybe that's kind of like our high, like our high school. I don't know. Or no. our, like, school system in general, like, here in Florida. True. Like, down we south. We have a... Because I feel like some, some people, system. yeah, some people be talking about all these like different activities that they do, like in different states, and I'm just like, what? And like even in Georgia, like they're just more hands on, and mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Yeah, when you like listen to Honey, mm-hmm. and one of her friends, she's from Nigeria. Um, her schooling was hard as hell. Mm-hmm. She was taking pre-calculus before we even knew what pre-calculus was. <laughs> like, I took pre-calculus in <laughs> senior year of high school. Before that, I've never heard the yep. word calculus and in we, my life. Yep, and when Honey came to America. She was we like, like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, okay, huh? this is a breeze. This is what y'all learned? Yeah. So, it had. I honestly think, like, Anything that you're not prepared to do, you'll always have a hard time doing it. And mm. I feel like we weren't prepared yeah. to go out in the real world. We were forced to go to college because, like I said, our parents um, kind of pushed that on us. You know, mm. you have to go to college because their generation had to go to college. But that's not the equation nowadays. People are making lives for themselves and don't even have to go to college or don't have to worry about college. They were making more than our parents and never went to college. Yeah. Well, for me, it was a little different. Like, my mom's really the only person that, or my mom and my dad. Well, my dad's side of the family is a little different. They're a little bit more educated than my mom's side. Um, Well, professionally educated, let me say that. Most people on my mom's side, they went to high school, maybe dropped out, or maybe they graduated, had kids, they didn't go to college. And, but my mom was like the only one that went to college and graduated with like a degree and then had kids. So it's like, it's kind of like the best or not the best of both worlds. Like I have influence from two different sides, mm. but the one that affected me most was probably like my mom, my mom's upbringing. Because since my since I grew up in the household with my mom, it's like, she always told me that there were like other options besides school Mm. if i didn't want to go to college then i didn't have to but me personally i felt like i had to because i didn't know what else i would do Mm -hmm. so for me college was like the only answer Mm -hmm. like i thought that i was going to get all these answers as far as what i wanted to do i was thought i was going to have this discovery moment about myself right and i discovered a lot of things but not what I want to do professionally or what mm-hmm. I want to do as a career or anything like that. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's that and that stressed me out mm-hmm. because I was like, gosh, like maybe I shouldn't have went to school. Like I probably could have 
figured something out if I would have just been patient just like these four years like I had to be patient and figure out what it is that you know I need to well I need to do in these four years to get to adulthood (laughs) but if I would have gave myself that time to just kind of learn and grow even if I made like wrong decisions you know just give myself that time and figure it out honestly I get that Um, I think what the key of that is is like our parents didn't give us a lot of options Mm. you know what I'm saying like for me in my Caribbean household like it was either doctor or lawyer Mm -hmm. and so like I grew up thinking like there was nothing else other than that Mm -hmm. so if you're not any of those you're a bum (laughs) 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 so it's until like when I started talking to more people and like oh what are you gonna do and you know like what's your major and blah blah blah. what are your goals and aspirations they're like super specific super um personalized um and I'm like wow like how did you find that you had a passion for x y and z or this or that and you're like "Hmm, I don't know I just kind of found it and I kind of found my purpose and kind of found my voice in that and that was like really the key for me because I was like there's a girl who's double majoring in music and neuroscience Mm. because she wanted to do um therapy for cancer music therapy for cancer patients wow and I was like that is so specific yeah and so hard and how did you find that and she's like I love music and neuroscience always always interested me hmm. and so there, I just read yeah and I've read articles about how music therapy works for trauma patients and um, a lot of other patients and I really want to do that and I'm like wow that's so crazy because I didn't even know that was even an option yeah. you get what I'm saying like I didn't even know those things were options mm-hmm. out there there were options like that out there mm. literally I only thought there was like a doctor or a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you can't be afraid to like trailblaze your way through something like just because it's not known to everyone or a group of people doesn't mean that you shouldn't go for it you know like make your own lane create your own lane bro and but that. nobody told me that yeah it's stay in this lane because mm-hmm. this is this lane is safe yeah it's if, safe. You, if you come out of this lane you'll get hit by a car <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> that sounds really familiar literally yeah i can't even if somebody would have gave me a list of things to do you know, as a kid, um, I'd probably pick something else mm-hmm. other than what I'm doing now. Probably. And it's so crazy, like, when we, I'm thinking back to, like, career day, like, back in, like, kindergarten in the first grade. Mm-hmm. Most of our parents were either nurses, doctors, lawyers, police officers, engineers, firefighters. Yep. That's about it. Or teachers. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. That's as far as it goes. I swear there's nothing but teachers and <laughs> nurses in my family. Like, that's about it. And I'm just like, okay, there are so many other things out there. Mm-hmm. And, like, as I grow up, I'm like, all these people have different jobs doing different things. How come there's only two options? Yep. Those are the safe ways. And that pressure of being that kind of kills the experience of like 
for me personally like of going to college mm-hmm. because like here I am trying to pursue my own purpose and find my purpose and pursue my dreams but I'm living for somebody else right and now I gotta prove myself on something that I don't even want to do and something I don't want to do mm-hmm. in the first place that's crazy and now that I'm not performing well I'm beating myself about beating myself up about it and making it worse mm-hmm. and pushing myself into more stress and more depression like it's such a weird negative loop like <laughs> get me out of here bro yeah. get me out like yeah. literally get me out and so like now that I'm thinking about like what am I going to do when I um graduate like um now that I switch my major to biology and with a chem minor mm-hmm. I'm like what can I do with that yeah I just did all that four years now what (laughs) but and see that's another thing like just because you major in something doesn't mean that you have to pick that as your career you don't have to stick with that Mm -mm. you know like you have that degree and then I feel like I feel like it's really after college where you realize that like you kind you kind of you separate yourself from the bunch and just do what it is that makes you happy Mm -hmm. You, you Begin to live for yourself, truly. I wish I started living for myself a little bit earlier, though. You know? (laughs) Just a tad bit earlier, you know, four years ago. (laughs) But just like they say, time heals all wounds. Like, you have to give yourself time, you know, to figure it out. Like, why, why, why do people feel like they have to figure out things in a certain amount of time? Because, like, as long as you're still living this life, as long as you're still living, like... Mm-hmm. Every every day that you you wake up is a decision, you know. You you when you get up in the morning, that's a decision. Like everything in this life is a decision. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why do we feel so enamored in this whole ideal that okay, if I don't have this figured out, like I'm like panic mode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to press the panic button as soon as <laughs> as soon as shit goes right. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think that's ingrained in us, ingrained in us. Hmm. I think it is. Because like I said, it goes back to like all the resources that we have, you know, at our fingertips. Our parents are looking at us like, you have all the things I didn't have when I was growing up. You should be doing way better than me. Right. Mm. You should be doing way better than me. And we're like, but I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. All I can do is play temper on on my phone or go on Twitter, not figure out what my purpose is in life. Like, you had to figure that out without technology, and I have to figure that out without technology. Mm -hmm. It might be more accessible to get, you know, articles or find other professions, but I still got to find that purpose in me. Like, I still got to find what I want to do. Yeah. And I can't do that if you're shadowing me with all your expectations of me. Mm-hmm. But what kills me really is like people who aren't really doing anything with their life. They're pushing their um, <laughs> their wants and desires on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hoping that you um, do something maybe that they that didn't come into fruition for them. Mm. They want to push that on you. And I'm just like, what? Like, you can't, you have to live your life. Mm-hmm. You can't live your life through somebody else. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, as long as you're on this earth, you have, you make the decision 
to live life every day. And whatever that is to you, whatever that looks like, just go for it. It's so much easier said than done, though. It really is. I honestly did not find my purpose until last year. Mm-hmm. And that's what? Me at 20 years old? 21. I, I still haven't found my purpose. But I'm just saying. I'm like, like what is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, it took me that long. Being that, like, I'm only, well, I I didn't find my purpose until I was 20 years old, it kind of made me feel like, wow, I'm, I'm kind of late in the game, you feel me? Mm. I'm not, I wasn't expecting to find my purpose at, like, 10, even though people can't find their purpose and know what they want to do at, like, such an early age, but to know that I'm adulting now, I gotta pay bills, mm-hmm. I gotta, you know start finding a place I gotta pay for school myself I gotta find an income like it kind of makes me put it kind of puts that pressure on me like why haven't I found my purpose yet like come on like what am I doing wrong yeah I'm saying like Mm -hmm. and I had to realize there is no correct formula how to do this there is no one plus one equals two in Mm -hmm. this life like it literally it looks different for everybody and it took me so long to realize like it's okay to find my purpose at 20 Mm -hmm. as long as I found it yeah and some people are at like 50 and be like is this what life is like I've really lived my life not in the way that I wanted to there's some people that die and don't find their purpose so I'm not I'm not saying that you should take comfort in that, but I mean it kind of does make you feel better. Like, <laughs> like I still got some time. Like yeah. I still got some legwork to do in order to find it. But I don't feel like you should stress yourself about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I feel like that's when it's even harder to realize your purpose when mm. you stress yourself out about. It. Like, how can you, how can you even come to it? Like. Oh, like, oh, yeah, I found my purpose. While you're just trying to focus on 10 million things. Mm -hmm. Like like you were saying earlier, like, you can only focus on one thing at a time. True. So why don't we give ourselves that grace to figure it out? And that concludes episode one, part two of Millennial Stress. And since we started off with a quote, I wanted to end with one. It's by Momentary Happiness. And it goes like this. Please stop overthinking your life like you have to have an answer to every feeling or situation. That's not how life works. We figure it all out just by living, by messing up, by missing opportunities, by seeking advice and not taking it. We learn what's important and what isn't. Sometimes we have no idea what to do and that's okay. Always trust your gut and know that everything will work out exactly the way it's supposed to. It always does. Relax. We were never in control anyway. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Inside Out Pod. With peace and love, Naya and Christy. <laughs>